0: Hi, welcome to the Tell It Like It Is, The Kingdom Way with Dr. Baker, Apostle Dr. Baker J. Baker. And I am so excited. I have my brother with me again this week, Apostle Calvin Cook. And um, he is, I mean, he is just filled with the tabernacle, and I have to woe him down. Some of you probably wonder why I interrupt him, because if I don't, he'll take you into the place where he is, and I want him to go line upon line, precept upon precept, because we're doing this so that you will catch this, so that... When you're sitting in congregations, you're sitting in places, and you're listening to people, you're going to hear things, and you're going to have a sound that's going to let you know that this is right on, this is right with the word, or this is wrong, and you're going to know when to run, when to escape, or when to question, so that's the reason that I do this, So we want to educate you the kingdom way, the kingdom of God way, so without any further talking from me, I'm not going to say adieu because I don't really understand what those words mean i'm not that english uh i'm going to welcome my brother apostle Cal,
1: dr baker my sister how are you
0: <laughs> oh great great oh i want to tell you guys a secret i want to tell you something uh when he asked what i had asked him to be on the program i think it was for four weeks or something like that or six weeks or whatever and he said i said oh that'll be four or six weeks and he just decided oh my god and so then i let him know he was going to be on there eight weeks but he's smarter than the average bear he hasn't said it again but the lord let me know god spoke to me and let me know that i can keep him as long as as long as you guys are pulling on what it and is you ever
1: heard of the word agreement my sister have you ever heard of the word
0: yes agreement? yes we have the same father and here we agree with him so it's agreeing in that direction <laughs> it, it's, it's all done it's a done deal
1: yeah,
0: it. It, it's a done deal it's a done deal richard loves it and i do too so it's a I done
1: deal.
0: the audience loves it yeah am i right richard you can go ahead and say something <laughs> yeah see there you go there you go hey, apostle cal i want you to start at where you ended last week uh something that you had written down and we were still in the light i really believe that okay
1: i believe believe the point i was trying to make last week is that the light is not an option i've heard some people say well everybody don't speak in tongues well everybody should amen it's not necessarily a sign but it also is not necessarily not a sign the sign is a changed life see we've been we put a, a lot of emphasis on what we do in, in these experiences if but speaking in tongues is not just speaking in tongues it's supposed to bring you into a life of enlightenment that you have his mind because now you're speaking in the languages of angels and men you're speaking in gossip 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 or you speaking. listen to me uh, he tells us in zephaniah 2 9 he said i'm going to return a pure language that, that you may come unto me in one consent. Now, what, what do you mean one consent? Remember the Tower of Babel, when they were building out of their own mind, God had, had to send a, a, a spirit of confusion upon them. And they, because they lost the ability to be in one consent, they got separated. God says to the church in Zebaniah 3 and 9, I'm going to return a pure language back to the church so that you can be in one consent. So God gives us back the ability in the light to come into an agreement, not in intellect, but in his light, kingdom light, as it is in heaven. He, God doesn't want to borrow anything from the earth, not even intelligence, not even the science, nothing from it, because everything is perfect, good and perfect come from him. He's not going to borrow something from an incomplete, inaccurate, fallen, perverse, untoward generation and use it to build his kingdom. He doesn't need to borrow from man. Man needs to shut that thing down and come in the light. And, and then he'll show you how to use the intelligence that you have and how to use your giftings and everything that he gave you because he gave you power to get those things. Now you need to let him show you that in the light, he'll show you how they're administered through his spirit in the earth, not through your soulless realm, but through the spirit. And so what I was talking about, we got to work in this light. Remember, Jesus only came to get us to the father. Some of us forgot that. I don't get mad at me. You forgot about the Father. You've been worshiping at the door. Jesus, I love you. Jesus knows you love him. But you could prove a greater love if you go on and let him finish his assignment by getting you to the Father. You got to get to the Father because when you go to the Father, that's when we begin to do our work. Because as long as we're trying to work in the outer court and use time, we, again, we got nine months to do this. We got two. No, you don't. We must work from eternity, not time. Your faith and my faith will not work in time because faith that he gave us is is determined from an eternal mindset in a a place where things that aren't are called as though they are. And in time, people see things before they even agree that it's there. But in the realm where God speaks, he calls things that aren't anything into being something that was in his thought life. And so that's what I'm talking about. And so uh, that's how we get there uh and to from the light it leads us to the father and then we change lights most of us don't know this we go from the light of the world to the kind of glory that's where that's where we dwell we don't dwell in in, in, the, in this light jesus only became that light to show us how to get to the father we need to understand this and he he gives us this light in the tabernacle suddenly The veil's been rent, and now we're being exposed to a greater light, which is the light of the Shekinah glory now. Then he tells God, Return the glory I want. See, Jesus is telling the Father, I want to come back in the light as you're in the light. I got them in my light, but now I want to bring them into your light. See, there's a greater glory. There's a greater, listen to me, by Christ. I know you you get people get so upset. There's There's a greater manifestation than the gifts of the Spirit listen to me there's a greater there's greater manifestation than the blind seeing it's a man's life being changed to look like Jesus that's the greatest manifestation that anybody could have is to be conformed in the image of Jesus nobody can do anything because then out of that life that's been changed the miracles are byproducts there's something that you do naturally because you've been changed we're putting a demand on the miracles, signs, and wonders and haven't got to change life. No, we're not changed. No, doggone well, we haven't been changed. And demanding now, fire, do it now. God, just talk. And nothing's changed. You still haven't treated your wife right. You're not even doing the things you're supposed to do and you want, you want God to prove he's God when you have not become a son. And that's where we've been, that's where the light leads you into your sonship It leads you into transformation and it leads you to the Father. Well, now your faith works because you're in eternity. Remember, the word world, he says, uh, in Ecclesiastic, is the word he puts eternity in your heart. He said, he said, he put the world in the word world is eternity. So he puts eternity in where's your heart? The kingdom of God. Is, in your, is inside of you, and inside of that eternal place is his throne, which he sits, and now his kingdom has come. Matter of fact, I wrote down here, uh, Dr. Baker, and where, I, where I got this? Now, this is going to sound kind of funny. We come out the, co- the courts of the law, but the kingdom of God is a law. Once you cross into the light, you're in a different kind of... You're in the law of the kingdom and nothing can be in darkness. Nothing can have mixture. Nothing can misrepresent the purpose of that light. Nothing can be done. It's a law. The kingdom is a law. And we've been violating it by bringing in psychiatry. When I say psychiatry, don't misunderstand. I'm not talking about, uh, I I, I sit in the office with a man at, at the church I come from. And uh they would send the people to him and he would pay them, they'd pay him all this money. And then he said, Cal, I'm gonna be sending them over to you. And they'd have about seven different personalities, nine different voices, and he sent them to me, and I didn't charge them anything, and they would get delivered because he didn't think and he didn't even try speaking in the tongues. I'm not even sure if he was baptized in the Holy Ghost. But see, the psychologists I know, they go to God. God Uses them to bring people not to them but to God, and that's why they get delivered. There's a difference, and but I I hate to say this, but some of us got psychologists on our staff because we don't believe in counseling out, casting out devils, we want to counsel them out.
0: You know, this is something that going back to the light,
1: please. If
0: you go back to the light, you cannot see God. In that individual, I'm going to tell a quick little story. My son was in a in a, in a uh, accident going wrong way on on a, on a highway. He was riding on this motor kind of thing. It wasn't a, it wasn't even a big motorcycle, and he had hit head on with this Mack truck, and uh, hit on. I mean, all bones broken in his body, all of these different things going on. They thought he was going to die and and all. And I was in Pittsburgh. He was in Vallejo. And uh, well, actually, I was in Oakland and I was ministering in Pittsburgh the next day. And they said uh, 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 his wife called. She says, come, come, come. Mommy, he's going to die. He's going to die. And I said, shut up, shut up. And she says, you need to come now. And I I heard I heard from the Lord stay minister in that church tomorrow. Go up Monday morning. I did what he told me to do. They were saying my son would never live. My son, would uh, he would have brain damage. His eye had popped out, all of these different things. They could not do surgery. He was in such bad shape. They couldn't do surgery. They couldn't do anything. They didn't know what to do. But Monday morning when I went there, Monday morning when I obeyed God, God did supernatural things without me saying a thing except I trust you, God. I trust you. He manifested. Why is that? Because I saw the light. I obeyed what it was. You think that's easy for hearing?
1: Everybody
0: is telling you how stupid you are because your child is there and you should be there with him. I believe if I had have done other than what God said to do, I would be dead. He would be dead.
1: See, listen, doc. That's called the eyes of your understanding being enlightened. And you chose the mind of the spirit to obey, rather than your own mind, which would have led you to fatality. See, that's where that's what I'm talking about. As long as we have mixture, we're going to have more and more fatalities. It happened with the COVID thing. People got mixed up about who was God and who had to find the final authority. They said it was Doctor Fauci. Then some said no, it was Jesus. Some said no, it's Moses. He said, "But who did you say that I am?" People got confused on who had the final authority about their health, about their life, about their finances, about their future, and they said, "Well, it's President Clinton." Oh no, no, it's Donald Trump. Oh no, 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 it's and I and I said that is mixture. And when you bring that into God's house, when He created everything good and perfect, and everyone you just mentioned got all kind of mess in their lives, and That's don't right. represent holiness in any way or justice, or democracy in a very accurate presentation. And yet, yes. but God has never been flawed in who he is. Let me get back to the light.
0: Okay, let me bring forth one more thing. You mentioned the part about therapists, psychologists, psychiatrists, and all of these different things, and people going to them, and people expecting them to do miracles in their life. The whole thing of it is, the Lord told me, don't call myself a Christian therapist, a Christian, don't, don't call none of it. Don't call any of it. Just 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 be there to show people who the rapist is. Who, you know, and that's that's the darkness. That is the darkness. But when we get to the place that we have the mind of Christ, and this is what it is that you're talking about. But you can't see your mind. You can't see the mind of Christ. You can't see your sonship unless you have light, unless it's that. So that's where I want you to go. And I will mute. Go forth. Go ahead. That's what
1: Oh, wow. you know, there's a there's a verse in Ecclesiastes that said there's nothing new under the sun. It's S U N and that's exactly right. There's not going to be anything new come out of the natural court or the court of the law. But everything becomes new when you come into Christ, the sun. not the S U N but the S O N. Now the new species of man will come forth in the light. Any tree that's growing is under light and you are trees planted by the rivers of water and you and he wants you to be planted in the courts of god or in the house of god which is what we call the building or the church buildings that's where you get planted and that's under that light of the sun you grow up to be a tree that has fruit for the father because remember every son and the holy of holies is really called the feast of tabernacles so every in the bible says in the book of leviticus that when For seven days when you went to the booth that you would bring a basket full of fruit and present it to the father That come on. here. are you hearing what I'm saying? And now here we are in the light in the in the in the uh, in the holy place and uh, Now our trees are starting to bear fruit and when the fruit begins to mature we come into the light which brings the final maturity for transformation And that's your kind of glory light in the Holy of Holies. I'm trying to get you to see something. The tabernacle types out all these different processes of bringing us into a thing called maturity in the nature of the Father so that we can produce the works of the Son, greater works. We're trying to produce a greater work without the Father. And Jesus made a statement, I only do with my Father. Many of you said, I only do with Jesus. No. Jesus didn't say that. Jesus said, I only do it with my father. And he's been trying to get you to, to the father for 30 years. And you still refuse to abide under the shadow of the almighty. This is why the tabernacle is so important for you to understand. Let me talk about something that came to me this morning when I was preparing for this. I was reading that there's three different kinds of salvation. And the outer court provides uh, the first kind of salvation that talks about in Jude 1, Three is called the common salvation in the outer court. When you have the cross and the water bowl, and it, and it says there, Beloved, I give all diligence to write unto you of your common salvation. It's needful for me to write to you to exhort you that you should be earnestly content for your faith, which was once delivered to you. So that's the common salvation. And then the next salvation is really interesting. It's called great salvation, Hebrews 2 3 and 4. How shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation? Which at the big which at the first began to be spoken of by the Lord and was confirmed unto us by them that heard him God also bearing the witness both with signs and wonders and with divers miracles gifts and the Holy Spirit now watch this I told you that the gifts of the Spirit are not the final act I, I, I'm telling you something. That's not it. That's part of the process that we get to the father Now watch this. I'm gonna show you something here now Let's let's go to the next uh, salvation in Hebrews 5, 9. It's called eternal salvation. That's the one I'm talking to you about. That's the one we're supposed to be working from. Not common, not great, but eternal. The others will pass away. But this one here, the others are stages that we're passing through in growth and development. 30, 60, 100 fold. Now watch. It says Hebrews 5, 8 through 9. It says, though he were a son... He learned obedience by the things which he suffered and being made perfect, he became the author of eternal salvation unto them that obey. Uh, are you hearing this thing? So when you get in the light, it's leading you through what's common, it's leading to you what's great and brings you to that which is eternal. You got to hear what I'm saying. We can't mess around with the great and thinking that's the end of the show. We still got to get to that which won't pass away. We got to get to the thing that God intended for us, eternally to work in us. We should be eternal operatives. We should be operating like splinter cells in the earth, operating with divine life, not just divine health and not just divine miracles, but divine life, which creates all those other two facets and makes them have value. If you don't have the life, you can't have the health. If you don't have the health, you can't have the divine healing. So you need the life as the as the source so you got to get to the fathers. What I'm pushing today, you got to get to the tabernacle. Takes you to the father. It takes you to the source of life. It takes you to your beginning. It's the God, God's original design. It takes you back. The acronym. It takes you back to your to God's mind about the human race and what He intended for us to be and to do. It takes us back to how the ministry operates under the fivefold ministry. You can find out uh, about uh how you're supposed to operate with the people in the church it 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 speaks of every detail of your christian walk every piece every thing in that tabernacle points to another tabernacle which we'll talk about some other time which is a it's the temple of solomon and uh, that's transitional it transitions from the tabernacle of david tabernacle of moses always in threes david moses Jesus was the first cornerstone of the new tabernacle, which you are. He was the chief cornerstone for the final building, which is the building of the Holy Spirit Temple in man.
0: You mean Moses, David, and then G- and then that one, right?
1: Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. I, I didn't. Okay. Say, I, I okay. Said, David was only symbolic to let us know that right. he, God was about to make some transitions. So David takes the ark of the covenant out of Moses's tabernacle. Now, he took it, his life was in jeopardy to do that now because it was against the law to touch those things. But he moved them and he built the tent and and he didn't let the he didn't have the table of showbread there. He didn't have the altar of prayer there. He didn't have the candlestick there. The only thing he had in that temple was the ark of the covenant. That's illegal. He he had no right to do that. But God told David, I'm getting ready to transition. I'm making some changes in the church. We're migrating. And that's what we're doing right now. We're migrating from church to kingdom. We're migrating. We're in the kingdom now. We still want to play church. We're migrating. Tabernacle shows us the migration. It it teaches us that David had to be really a bold man to take that Ark of the Covenant out of that most holy place and, and put it in a tent. Glory to God. But what he was saying that we're going to come to a time where we don't have this, All these different pieces of furniture. All we're going to have is God. All we're going to have is God, and God's going to be. And that's what I'm saying to you today. He wants us to get to the Father. That's the the Bible is trying to get us to the Father. When we get to the Father, then Jesus can say it's it, 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 it's it's like okay, it's finished. Now we get to the Father, and that's really the finishing because that's what we're supposed to do, It's get to the Father in his image. Because him and the Father were one. If you've seen me, you've seen the Father. So we must duplicate the Son to the Father. We must have his life. And we don't present ourselves, we present the Christ to the Father, the body of Christ, which we are, to the Father. And then Jesus marries us by setting his headship on that body. Now it is consummated because the head and the body are one with the father. That's what he prayed in John chapter 17. That's it's all right. out right there in the scripture in the tabernacle.
0: Now go right back to where you were with this candlestick and with that thing that you had written and carry them uh carry us up to
1: to Okay. So to, in other words,
0: us, you just told us where we were going.
1: Now so we're going through these pieces of furniture. Each piece has a process. I I, I got to deal with the body of Christ because he said love one another as you've loved me And if you have odd against anyone you can't come to prayer Put your gift down. Well, what was your gift? What did you have to give the father? You don't have anything. What does the father want? He wants your soul if your soul is still twisted and in, in, in relationships with his body and you can't forgive and you're still holding grudges and you can't move on and you keep moving from church to church because you don't want to deal with your issues, then how can you go to the Father? You cannot go to the Father if you're not right with the body. That's why the candlestick is there to shine on the body. Come on. And and guess what? There's a cup of wine on the table of the showbread and there's incense on the table of showbread. Why, Why would God put incense on bread and a cup of wine? because before you can come to god you have to come in union with the community of the body of christ come on amen you have to come in union with the community before you come in union with him he said how can you say you love me and you hate the body that you can't see and can't stand and you say you love me and you can't see me and you can't even have reconciliation. You can't even say, I'm sorry. You can't even say I was wrong. You can't even say, oh, you was wrong, but I'm willing to be wrong just for us to be together. We can't even do any of that. And we're talking about all these great works we want to do. And we're fussing and fighting over who said what and who took my seat. Last week, I sang the solo, and this week they want this sister, old Hussie. Now they want her to sing, and everybody's mad at everybody. Come on, somebody, don't get mad at me. That's what we're doing. And then we're talking about, come quickly, Lord Jesus, come quickly. Oh, my God, we're so sick of this mess. No, he says, you're sick of the mess because the mess is not around you. The mess is in you because you're not in the light, and you won't come to the Father. Some of us have never really communed with Father God. We'd rather go to the man of God. Listen to me. We'd rather go to the woman of God. We call them up and we never talk to God about anything. God says, no, I didn't put those men and women there to to, to substitute for me. I put them there to bring you to me so you and I could have a relationship. So the question I, the statement I made was we must work from eternity, uh, not time. Uh, for our faith doesn't work in time. That's the only way we can preach the impossible. We got to quit preaching politics. We got to quit preaching trouble and problems. We got to start preaching what's impossible. We got to start preaching that what's impossible is made possible when we're in the light. We got to start preaching the supernatural miraculous, which is that there's going to be a time where we get changed. We're going to be just like him. That day is coming. We're pursuing on. In the meantime, these are the works of the believers. We cast out devils. The, the, the sick get healed. The leopard, come on. All these things happen as, we, as we're as we being changed. As we're And that all plays out. Now that you are in the body of Christ and you're at the table of showbread, which means the table of face bread, you're facing your, body, your brothers and sisters and you're facing God. And you find nothing wrong with the body of Christ any longer. There's no accusation. You haven't joined the devil and become accused of other brethren. Now you can go to prayer. As long as you find something wrong with God's church, you disqualify yourself from having a, a healthy prayer life. I've had to beat myself up about this. I've had to cry before God behind this about having an attitude about someone and then going to go to God and ask for prayer. It's not. It doesn't work. You must be completely understand the, the the extreme power of god to change a life just like he changed yours and if that's true how could you ever bring an accusation against anyone if god has that much power and that much might so we really we got to be careful in this last day because we speak great swelling words about all these things we're going to do and got odd against the preacher across the street. Got odd against the sister over here. Got odd against the man of God because he fell in sin. And now we're going to do a big news report on his failure. Too bad we don't have a screen plugged into the back of our head, and and all our little imagination could be shown on the screen on Sunday morning. We probably get thrown out of here.
0: But
1: <laughs> thank God. Don't tell on everybody.
0: Hallelujah. You realize that we're out of time. And
1: well, uh, that's because you, you're having me speak from a place where my passion is. I know
0: it. I know it. And that's that's the way it's supposed to be. And this is the reason that reason I've been so quiet. So I thank you all. We thank you for joining us this week on the Tell It Like It Is, the Kingdom way. Not our way, not Apostle Cal's way, not Dr. Baker's way, but the Kingdom of God's way. And he will be back with me next week when we're here to tell it like it is, the kingdom wave. We look forward to seeing you. You're supposed to wave, wave.
1: Sorry, I do two waves. Bye-bye everybody.